In the last episode of Talk Commerce for 2022, we speak with Ronnie Manny, the digital media customer communication lead at Adobe. We talk about all things community and why some companies get community wrong. Ronnie is deeply passionate about making customers successful and harnessing the power of customer feedback to improve the overall customer experience. Ronnie does this at scale over social media and is constantly looking at new and exciting ways to pinpoint areas where companies are making it especially difficult to do business with them. Ronnie is skilled at working with cross-functional teams across the company to figure out ways of reducing customer effort. In addition to being keenly interested in reducing customer effort, she is equally schooled in strategies for providing exemplary support over social channels and cultivating and nurturing community engagement so the company can be a community-driven business. Talk Commerce is sponsored by Haifa, or as the Europeans say, Hufa, or the right way to say it. Hufa is rapidly becoming the biggest Magento front end after Luma. For those who don't know it, Luma is the basic theme that comes with Magento and it is giantly slow. If you're looking for a template-based front end with the fastest loading times in the e-commerce industry while saving costs on development time and hosting infrastructure, Hufa is your best option. Everybody loves a fast site, including Google. Improve your Google ranking and conversion rates and make your customers happy. Learn more at hyva.io. That's hyva.io. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, Talk Commerce. Welcome to this special New Year's Eve version of Talk Commerce. Today I have Ronnie Mani. She is the communi- customer storytelling, customer communication storytelling manager. Ronnie, you go ahead. Tell us your role and what your day-to-day what you do day to day and maybe one of your passions in life. Yeah. Hi, Brent. So my day to day at Adobe is telling the story of our individual customers. So predominantly our customers using Creative Cloud to do amazing things in the world. And I'm incredibly passionate about that just because people are truly changing the world and Adobe happens to power that. And so that's been super, super satisfying to be a part of. Yeah, that's great. And we met uh, through the Adobe Insiders program in 2019. Can you believe that? At the Adobe Summit, right? Or yes. Yeah. So we met right around that time. Um, and you are no longer with that group. So you're, you're moved on to a group, but you've so graciously been involved in our, in our little mini insider group. Uh, that uh, you've so kindly come on to the podcast today. Oh, yes, yes, yes. No, there's no way that I could be too, too far away from the group with so, so many friends, and it's so much more about the people than anything programmatic about the program. So, yeah, I'm yeah, so, to be here, Brent. Good, thank you. So um, before we get into our content, and I think one of the things we're going to talk about is community, um, you have graciously said that you would participate in the free joke project. So I'm just going to tell you a joke, and all you have to do is say, should this joke be free or can somebody charge for it at some point? Um, all right, here we go. What's a sea monster's favorite food? Fish and ships. Yeah, I think that should be free, Brent. 
Thanks. I was going to preface with that most of my jokes are not even worthy of saying, but, uh, you know, free is, is very liberal. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, community, uh, in our green room, you, you just mentioned briefly about, um, that it's sometimes community gets lost and how people do community is lost. Can you, can you just kind of expand on that? I think people lose sight of the fact that community is all about the individual, right? And what's in it for them and what makes their heart sing and how can they band together to support and cheer on one another, um, that it's not meant to be transactional. And, and a lot of companies and even individuals, even nonprofits that I see trying to rally the community make it about other things other than the individual. And I often wonder, Brent, like, is it not the most obvious thing that the community should be about the people that are in it? And and why are we making so much of a big deal around the cause or the, or the, you know, corporation or whatever the external thing is, as opposed to diving into the people? Because I feel like, once you dive into the people and they are loyalists and they're bound to one another, no matter what the thing is, they will stay intact, which I think is a real testament of how our insiders program runs. You know, I could come in and out of it. Adobe may or may not be a part of it, but I feel like that group will forever last now the way we've set it up. I, I feel very confident about that because you're all so connected to one another um, that it's it's a real thing of beauty to watch. Yeah, I, I like what you said about not transactional. And I think leaders in positions that look for ROI want to figure out how can this transaction give us value. And I think that's the first mistake anybody would make in building community I like what you said about it's about the person. Maybe just tell us a little bit more how you feel, how, what you think about how how focusing on that person helps build community. Because some might think that's backwards, like it should be focused on the community. But I agree with you that it is about the people in the community, and focusing on each of those people helps the community to become stronger. Yeah, well, I feel like there is no community without the individual. And a community happens to be the sum of multiple individuals. And so to me, the most basic atom of that community is individual. So I need to, not I need to, I want to focus on who are you, Brent, and what makes you sing, right? What lights you up and what are you trying to do in the world? And how can Adobe and how can I be a part of that? And how can this community assist you in that, right? Like when you start with that premise, then it's a win-win for all. And, but I feel like it's no different Brent, than anything in life, right? Whatever it is that you're doing in life, if you don't start with the individual and what does success look like to them and what gets them out of bed today and what, what are their hopes and dreams, like how are you going to get to the heart of anything if you don't start at that very basic level of the person? Yeah, and I think uh, the way you've described it too, it, taking it so if we the, the flip side would be that some company wants to create community and they want the community to be about the company, 
and then everybody loses focus on the people in it because there's no common bond between the people. It's all just the company, and the and the company's whatever they're trying to do is is what's driving that community. Right. Where organically community community should be built because people want to participate in it. Right. And the company should and can be a part of it. Like, I feel like our Adobe Insiders group has and will continue to do somersaults for Adobe, right? Like, I feel like this group does amazing things on behalf of Adobe and are very quick to defend and promote and all of that, for which Adobe is incredibly grateful for. But in the event Adobe were to ever step out of that community, that community continues. I really firmly believe that because you all have established such a bond and there are so many connective tissue threads within the group that it's it's really wonderful. Yeah, and I think, you know, the part of the way I got into the Adobe community was through Magento, which was a Adobe acquisition. And I can say that, you know, the, the Magento community operates the same in a similar fashion where the community really is the driver of everything around what the corporation would like to see, but there's no, like no oversight from some big brother saying you as a community have to do this. And I, I like what you said about, you know, they'll do somersaults over it because they're passionate about what the, what they're doing. Right. Like everybody in the community is passionate about some aspect of what they're in it for. Right. Right. Everybody gets something slightly different and there is no overarching. You need to attend this many meetings and you need to tweet this many times. And I very purposely left it that way. Right. Because I just felt like there was many, much bigger things that bound us together as people. Um, that would be, that would have a much um, greater staying power than providing some arbitrary structure like that, you know. Yeah, may, maybe talk a little bit about the difference of how we can help to tell each of our own stories rather than a company's story. Like as a community... Does it does it really help the community to tell the story about the company, or does it tell is it help the community to tell the story about individual who are in the community? Well, I don't see it as a, a mutually exclusive thing. I mean, if you think about it, Brent, our community does both, right? Our, our community um, gives the name and face and personality to the Adobe logo. Right, as you tell different things that you're doing using Adobe products, it's your story, but ultimately gets wrapped up into Adobe's story as well, right? So I feel like both needs to happen for it to be a real compelling, memorable story. Yeah, I can remember in, well, so Magento Imagine, the last one was 2019, and then the Adobe Summit followed up. But during that, we got Adobe Rush as a free gift for attending, blah, blah, blah. And I remember sitting there in that Adobe, I attended one of the Adobe Rush specific um, 
like there was some kind of a tutorial event or some kind of kickoff event that said, hey, this is what it actually does. And I, and I did, I remember creating an image during or creating a short video during the session that said, hey, I've made this while multitasking in my Adobe Rush session on Adobe Rush using Adobe Rush. And then I published it by the end of the session. So, I mean, I think it just it kind of gives to how we can be passionate about a product and also promote a product while doing a product and sitting in listening about a product. I don't know where I'm going with this story, yeah. but no, it was it was still fun. Very, very true. <laughs> um, but not all products and services lend itself to that, right? Adobe is in a real unique position to have such an iconic brand and so many products that are within the fabric of our culture that um, – it lends itself to exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's not as exciting to say, hey, I've I've created an integration using Adobe I/O while I was doing my Adobe I/O session, and now oh I can gosh. make AEM talk to joking. Adobe Commerce or, or you know, <laughs> a, you know the people who are part of like what do you call it, washing machines or you know dryers or you know like I I often when I first started the group. I was like, this is criminal that I get to do this because it's just the how Adobe set up and what we offer the world. It's I feel like people clamor to be a part of it. So it's just it's such a natural, like, dare I say, easy thing to mobilize the community around. Yeah, so maybe just um, if you could speak a little bit to how um, how you see the storytelling and if there's anything different. Is there a magic sauce in the Adobe community or is it something that is just inherently good because the community is building what the community is building? Well, I think the magic sauce are the people, right? Like the love this individual if any individual within the group were to pull back or new people came in the ethos would be different right and that isn't to say that we don't always welcome or look for new people but i think there's something very special about the existing people within the community and the amount of time you've all been together the kind of hopes and dreams and struggles that you've all shared with one another. You've been in some of our happy hours, Brent. I mean, and we get very up close and personal, right? We're talking about deaths and, um, you know, deaths and marriages and, and divorces and, you know, custody battles. And I mean, we, we talk about some really milestone real, real heart-strung, you know, heart-stringing kind of things, you know? And so that kind of vulnerability and that kind of connection with one another, it's very much driven by the people. Yeah, no, you're you're exactly right. And I think um, the the key to a good community is just what you were saying about it's not just about some one thing that there is, there's, there's so many aspects around that and, and we all have our own lives, right? Um, and the, our own lives contribute to the community 
And whatever we do in our lives uh, helps to build that community and make it stronger. And then, you know, maybe you could just speak to a little bit about each of us in in a community has a strong point. So, you know, the, each of us has one little aspect that adds to it and makes it a really strong community. How important do you think the diversity in that community is? Oh, yeah. I mean, when I think about diversity, I think about it more than just ethnic and cultural diversity, right? I'm thinking about it as diversity of thought, diversity of backgrounds, um, you know, perspective. And that's so, so important because we we don't, I mean, how boring would it be if we're all like one another, right? There have been things brought up and new and innovative ideas that have been offered due to the diversity and we've all benefit from it. So that's why I'm so impressed with you, Brent, that in addition to being a part of the Magento community, that you still took that leap of faith and became a part of this community that at first I'm sure felt like a bunch of doorknobs, right? Because there was no one product or one campaign or one anything that bound us together. I basically brought a group of people together and my um, ultimate filtering was, are these decent human beings? Oh, and of course, who happens to have a decent social footprint, who are doing new and interesting things in the world of digital experiences. But my ultimate, ultimate criteria was, are these people that I admire enough and feel comfortable enough with that I would actually invite into my own home and expose my four kids to, right? That was my ultimate criteria. And without exception, every single one of you that's part of this group, you know, it's a resounding yes to that. And and so it's it's been a great, great thing, right? Like not just the passion, but the level of goodness of the human being, right? We've just got a really good yeah. group of people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and for the kids thing, I'm worried more about the community members and my kids. Like, they're exposed to my kids because, never mind, yeah. I, was gonna, I was going down the a bad joke path there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and, and I guess I, I, I wasn't necessarily, when I was thinking about uh, diversity, I wasn't necessarily thinking about cultural, ethnic, but that is a good part of it. Um, it is important in a community to have, for people to have different strong points. And, you know, I'm part of the commerce community, which gives me a different view on things. And now, you know, for me personally, what I've learned from, you know, going to the Adobe Summit uh, when it was live in person, but then attending the, the virtual ones was that there's so much more to the whole experience that a customer would have using something like Adobe or using any kind of platform um, that we can all become better people or even better in our own personal roles that we're doing because we're exposed to this diversity in what everybody's doing. So there could be one person who's marketing and there's one person who's data or commerce or whatever. Like we all get together and we talk. Um, I, I think that's, as important in that community as the community itself. Yep. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, and the ethnic, uh, the ethnic diversity 
has been a real treat as well because, you know, Adobe really stands for amplifying and elevating the diverse voices that we represent in the community, right, in, in terms of our customer base. And so that was important to me as well, that we had that right mix of cultural and ethnic diversity within our group because ultimately um, perspective is made up of who you are and where you come from, right? And so we, we have a real nice mix of that within our group as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to applaud you for helping us to tell our stories in the community. I think, uh, you know, I, I had a, I, I think I, it's been a while now, but you helped me to tell, you helped me quite a bit to be able to tell my story to the community. And I think I have a blog post out there somewhere. Anyways, it doesn't matter. That yes, part doesn't no, there matter. is. And it was a beautifully <laughs> done story as well, Brendan. In fact, we should link to that from, from oh, yeah. this podcast so that people can see it. Because I, you know, and this is the, at the premise of who Adobe is, we believe that everyone has a story to tell. And mm. whatever we can as a company, given our, you know, products and services, whatever we can do to empower and enable you to tell your story, then we've done our job. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, uh, Ronnie, we're quickly run, running out of time. I know we wanted to target 10 to 15 minutes. Um, so um, as we close out the podcast, I give a guest the opportunity to do a shameless plug about anything. What would you like to plug today? Yes, I would love to plug a nonprofit organization in the Bay Area by the name of Project Hired. Project, I'm a, you know, a very, very proud board member of the organization. And the organization is focused on providing, well, advocacy and providing employment services for the disabled community, you know, disabled People make up one in four people in the world are disabled. And unfortunately, disabled people are woefully underemployed. And so this organization provides counseling and guidance and all sorts of services to help individuals with disabilities get employment. And so I would love for the audience to take a look into Project Hired and participate with them in any which way that you feel uh, inclined, obviously, you know, during the holidays and going into the new year, we're always looking for donations and donations don't always have to be in the form of money. It can be um, volunteering. It can be if you're a part of a company that has open jobs that you would like to do some matchmaking with, with our clients, that would be incredible. So many different ways to participate and to give. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, and incidentally, I just did an interview with a company that does sim something similar. It's called John's Crazy Socks, and they hired uh, disabled individuals um, in there. And I don't, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's 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 a large. That's one of their missions, and they talked a lot about the mission of whatever the company is has to reflect what their customers are wanting. And I feel as Adobe, I, I feel as though Adobe does reflect that in itself and with the employees and, and people like you that help to promote causes like this and help to amplify their, the voices. Yes. Yes. No, most definitely. Uh, Ronnie, Mani, thank you so much for being here today. It's been such a pleasure talking to you and I wish you a very happy new year. Oh, a very happy new year to you as well, Bryn. Thanks for having me. You're welcome.